And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. You are listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network, and this is episode 20, and Jamie, we're only one more episode away from being completely legal. That's true. We can do all kinds of uh, horrible, wonderful things when we turn I can 21. Start, I can start drinking on every show, which I'm not going to lie, I've already got something cracked open, uh, because it made it? me think, think of you since you're still in Hawaii right now. What, are you having a pina colada, a mai tai? No. <laughs> Uh, a chichi, uh, uh, a blue Hawaii, by any chance? No, no, nothing that fancy. I'm having a. The company's called Prospect Cider Works. Mm-hmm. It's a bre- it's a brewery in Boston, Mass. Okay. And this is their Paradise Blend, and it's like a it's like an apple style beer, but it was also um, fermented with orange peels. Oh. So yeah, so you know what? It's, it's got a it's got a good little zing to it. Even on the cover, it's got a what looks to be like a coconut with umbrellas and all this other stuff. So, I'm actually it's... I'm actually a big fan of like all those uh, of like all those summer beers that have like I, I don't want to say flavors at them too, but I'm a big fan of like the the lemon shandies. I like those a lot. Um, and then what was, oh, I tried one out here. It was terrible. We, there's a there's a, I think it's called Aloha Brewing Company or Kona mm-hmm. Brewing Company, and they do I a bunch of Kona, different yeah. Kona. Um, and they do a bunch of different flavors. I tried one this summer. It was a it was like a mango infused beer. I think I know what you, t- oh, what you tried, yeah. It hurt my mouth, and it hurt my soul just a little bit. Oh, it was horrible. Well, that, well that's the problem, right? So, like, I go into the liquor store, and not to completely derail the combo no. into beer talk, but, like, I, I go into the liquor store, and it craft beer has taken the world by such storm yeah. that trying to find something to buy that not spend $15, $20 on just pure garbage has become more and more difficult. And, and, and the problem is, like you said, so, like, you see maybe a new – a new craft beer or something that looks interesting, right? And you're like, well, let mm-hmm. me try it. But the problem is I've had a few. So you buy a six-pack or some of them, some of them like come in like the four-pack or the six-pack yeah, or some of these small the breweries. Four, yeah. like, so you buy the pack. You take one sip of the first one. It sucks. Then what mm-hmm. do you do? That's it. Nothing. You, do, you've just wasted a trip. Do you want to know my trick, though? What's your trick? I, I shouldn't say this because I've done this to people who actually listen to our podcast, but what the hell. What I then do is – when I get invited to barbecues or parties or like poker nights, <laughs> no, yeah. notice what I do, Slade, from now on, because I know you've, we've been at one or two of these poker nights together. I always bring mixed six packs of six packs of beer, and I say, "Hey, I brought a mix from what I have because I wasn't sure what people were gonna like." You bastard! And that's how I get rid of the ones I don't like as much. But oh. I like to think at the same time I'm letting other people try ones they might like. Without having to make the same mistake I did. Yeah, my wife said this one tastes like cologne, so I don't know when she was drinking <laughs> cologne, but that's that was her description when she took the sip of it. So, uh, but no, I thought you got us off to a good start. Like you said, you know, dr- drinking beers. I've been in complete and total summer mode since I've been out here. It's just been a summer of like food and booze and ice cream and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of been a good so, summer. So that means when you come back, you'll be extra thick. No, actually, you know, without a sound, you know, like two gals dishing now, I've actually, I've actually dropped close to 10 pounds since I've been out here. So I'm actually, well, uh, 
but that's what happens. Remember the last it was, was it last year yeah. we were doing uh, was it the Billy Gunn Carlito show? Yep. Or something, and I looked at Jen. I said, "Don't take this the wrong way, but you you look really good right now, and you're like you get to eat normal, you get to regulate right. things, I'm, proper calorie intake." I remember a few years ago, and this is probably five six years ago now. I remember I came back and we were doing a chaotic show at the PAV. And just like you just said, it was our first show back. I'd come, and I remember remember that crappy pool room in the back. That was our locker room. <laughs> yes, in there, Chase Del Monte kind of pulls me aside and he goes, "Uh, hey," he said, "I, I can I ask you a question?" I go, "What?" He said, "Did you do a cycle over the summer?" <laughs> I'm like, "No." Why? He's like, "Like you look bigger and more more. You look really good." I'm like, "No, Chase. I, I didn't do a cycle over the summer. It's just actually this weird thing called eating well and, and exercise. You know." Well, at least you get to enjoy all those luxuries. Uh, I'm still trying to get through this summer being a father of one right now. So, no, no. How, how's the summer been with with with, with Phoebe's with, with the little one? <sighs> it's it's it hasn't been bad. We've we've taken a couple like extended weekends up to like New Hampshire lakes, things like that. They've been all right. And she just recently got over like her first real fever that broke and rashes followed Ugh. and miserability. It's just the the time with the missus and I has kind of been hindered. Mm-hmm. Not, it hasn't been a bad thing, but like I know we were talking before, and like you've had a chance to go to the movies and see a couple of things. I haven't been able to go see anything to the point that uh, I've already texted Ray. Ray has this thing called Rayflix, mm-hmm. which I probably shouldn't say on on the podcast there, but he gets me he gets me movies that sure. might not necessarily be released yet, so. But uh, but I saw what I what did we see. I've I've started to see some of the movies. You know, we saw, um, saw Ant Man and the Wasp. We saw that opening night actually, and How it was wasn't that? wasn't that we rushed out to see it. It just happened to be we got tickets the night it opened. It was good. <laughs> it was good. I think it was definitely a middle of the road one. Some people really didn't like it. I didn't well, think it deserved that kind of bashing. I mean, without without spoiling anything, because uh, I just still plan on seeing it. Supposedly, rumor on the street was that some sort of Either technology or angle or something to that effect is going to play an intricate role in the Infinity War number two. Correct. There's the end of the movie, like all Marvel movies, stay till the very end because um, there's a definite tie-in uh, at the end. You know, with the, with, kind of with how do I phrase it? With, with wrestling terms, uh, as you get to the go home spots, um, <laughs> you, there, there's something happens there, and then there's the the, the mid credit scene definitely ties right in. Awesome. And then we saw we saw Jurassic World, whatever it is, Fallen Planet, Fallen Kingdom, whatever it's called. How was that? It was okay. It was all right. You know, it was exactly what you'd expect. Man creates dinosaurs. Dinosaurs escape. Dinosaurs eat people. You know, good guys go over at the end. But ooh, look what could happen. So it was all right. <sighs> Their last one wasn't terrible. Before that, the franchise to me was starting to dip. So I was curious to see if they're going to be able to keep the ball rolling. No, and I feel like. And do you like uh, what's his name, Chris Pratt, in general? In general? Yeah. No. Okay. I I love what? him in Guardians, but yeah. like, um, anytime I watch him in anything else, it's like hit or miss. I, Cheryl and I, when we saw this together, we uh, as we're talking in the car later, and I said, I said. You know the feeling I got from that one? It was one of those movies where you know how sometimes you can tell like when an actor is just like almost seems to be there to collect their paycheck? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it, what do you mean? You know that better than anybody with being in wrestling. How many guys that you watch just phone it in? Oh, yeah. You felt like he was phoning this one in. 
amazing. Like there was even at one point, like he was talking. I want to go back and watch the the, the first new one, uh, the, the first one he was in. Yep. And I'm like, did he did he have any kind of a southern drawl in the first one? I can't. Because I, I want to say in the second one, like, there was this part in the middle where he kind of had a southern drawl. And I'm like, hmm. where'd that come from? Interesting. And now it's like, and now I feel like all the dinosaurs are not giving anything away. It started in the last one too. It's like all the dinosaurs. It's like the, it's like the, it, it shouldn't be called Jurassic Park. It's like the, it's like Jurassic Attitude Era. Like the, <laughs> there are no heels and no baby face anymore. There are all these shades of gray. Just rough tweeners and backyard right. brawls. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, you know, the T Rex, one of the scariest. Monsters in hist- in movie history. Now I don't know. She's kind of a baby face. She turned. Uh, this well, will be so in... what, I mean, what, speaking of movies, what I was gonna bring up is the fact that I sent you and Brian two trailers recently because yeah. I know you and I have uh, have started to split in our love for DC, mm-hmm. and I'm still I'm still trying to defend it best I could. And when the Teen Titans trailer came out, I officially got scared for the entire DC fr- uh, franchise. Oh. For for the like, new the new online series Teen Titans, is that what that was? Yeah, that's part of the. Okay, so I because I, I had to read I up on this too. No, maybe, maybe it is a movie, but I think it's gonna be this. They're launching their own version of Netflix now, like their own WWE network. Oh, that I so that I knew. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's where that Teen Titans thing, whether it's a movie or whether it's a um, like a series, that's what okay. it's gonna be on. Well, regardless, when I saw that and I saw, like, uh, Grayson trying to say, you know, fuck Batman and things yeah. of that nature, I was like, oh, my God. And I was nervous. And then I came across the Shazam and Aquaman trailer back to back, which I broke my golden rule because at that you point – You don't watch I trailers. I don't, especially for movies that I believe I'm going to see. And after seeing that Titans trailer – because I had no intentions um, – I think like Teen Titans is so hit or miss. I've read some really good stuff. I've yeah. read terrible stuff. I've seen good stuff, and then Teen Titans Go happens. But regardless, the Shazam and Aquaman trailer have breathed new life into me. I agree with you. Well, did you hear? Did you hear the whole announcement at San Diego Comic Con this weekend? No. From DC. No. I guess, unlike you know how Marvel, who's the guy in charge over there? Kevin Feige. Is that how you say his name? Whoever's in charge of the Marvel movie universe, they've always called it like the, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Well, DC's has never had a name. I guess somebody like a reporter gave it a name once. I was reading. I guess at Comic-Con this week, and they actually finally named it the worlds, plural, of DC Comics or the worlds of DC. Hmm. And I think what they're trying to do is maybe they finally figured out we can't compete with the pure continuity that Marvel did because they were so good at it, linking everything together. So we're yep. just going to try to make better movies and not worry about where it all fits in. Just how everybody, they're all happening on different earths. Which <laughs> is awful, but no! I'm trying not to be negative. I'm trying not to be negative. What, what was my text to you after? Cause I agree with you. I, I was really excited by Aquaman. I thought Shazam, I think I texted you to make a combination of, you know, Superman begins and the movie big with Tom Hanks. Well, it was funny because it's so tough to figure out whether or not you and Brian are being sarcastic. And when you guys were saying, like, it looks good, and I'm like, oh, boy, shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> no, I actually thought that one looked good. And and Aquaman, all the underwater scenes, and, you know, I know, like, the running gag is the um, 
that DC is dark and dreary and things yep. of that nature. But those underwater scenes were so I don't want to say bright and crisp, but it just it gave a different flavor on what yeah. DC can bring. So Yep. And then um and then I don't know if you know this. Do you know like my wife's favorite superhero was Aquaman? What? Cheryl's favorite superhero is Aquaman. And Nikki How? and I are, are just mean to her about it. How? How does that happen? I don't know. She likes she likes she likes fish. I don't know. Is that is that what it was? Like she's marrying this guy who's into comic books, so like she does like a quick glance. Like <laughs> like some wives with football teams. It's just like I I like the Panthers. I like the Panthers. They're, bl- they're blue and they're like cats. <laughs> Maybe I gotta ask her. Maybe while we're recording, she'll pop her head near, and I can be. Where'd you pick Aquaman? Because there's like, there's no way. Like I'm trying to think. Like what early on would there be that she'd even pick up on that? Other than he likes fish, he talks to dolphins. Or did she finally say, if I want decades of being able to annoy my husband, let me say my favorite superhero is the lamest one. I mean, they've tried really hard to revamp that character. Yeah. And he's actually he's out here right now, from what I heard. Oh yeah, yeah, he's out here because he's from here. So I might maybe I'll track him down and I'll try to you know you a, absolutely a, a for the pops at least, interview, at least a poor lookalike, and then still go through with the fourth pops interview. I like the poor lookalike idea. <laughs> now I'm just gonna find some random local guy and be like, dude, you're Aquaman, right? Come here, let me let me interview him. Interview on my iPhone. <laughs> Vertical, not horizontal. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll make it look as as pathetic as I possibly can. But no, I mean, I, I I'm so hesitant to say I'm excited about anything DC is putting out. But at least those two will give me a glimmer of hope again. And then uh, I'm trying. And then you got Wonder Woman coming out too. Yeah, but see, I'm worried about Wonder Woman because of how well Wonder Woman one did. Yep. And the fact that that's been what everybody's hung their hat on. So like anytime there's been a failure, it's like, well, I mean, they, you know, they don't care. Wonder Woman. They just they need they need to start picking up some traction. Like they, they need to put more than just Wonder Woman under their belt. Because if these two flop and Wonder Woman doesn't match Wonder Woman one. Oh, right. then, boy. It's, then it's trouble. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. oh brother. Yeah. So but like, like I said, I'm trying to get back into D.C. in general. Uh we uh, the Amazon Prime Day that just happened. Yeah, uh, we bought Phoebe um, one of the Amazon Fire Kids tablets, the ones that come in the big. Yeah, light. yeah, and so she hasn't. She's only used it once, and Dad has used it for all digital comic reading. So, did you end up getting the uh, Comicsology Unlimited? So I haven't yet. So uh, Comicsology, because of the San Diego Comic Con, is doing these sales. So I picked up um, stuff that wasn't under Comicsology yep. Unlimited. I picked up the. The number one selling DC comic that we talked about on For the Pops, I think it was like episode eight, the uh, Metal. I started yeah. reading that. Um, oh, well, next, next one, I'll remind, let's remember. Next podcast, I want to ask you what you think of it. Will do. And I also picked up um, Frank Miller's third installment of the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, okay. Uh, the Dark Knight Strikes Back. I'm not oh. sure the what it's titled this time around, but this is supposed to be the third and final installment. Right. I have not jumped into that yet either. I, I won't spoil it for you. Oh, you read it? I read it. Is it is it worth the read? It has was, some heavy hitter names on it. I was not a fan. Interesting. Well, the second one stunk, so I'm just curious if they got it back to form. Uh, the other one you should read is uh, – have you read New Frontier? Yes. That's a good one. I like that one. Yes, I have. Because it's funny. I actually saw that one on the sale, and I said, you know what? Maybe I should get this one and, and read it again. 
But yeah, so like I haven't picked up Comicsology Unlimited. I had Marvel Unlimited and it was great. It puts you like Marvel Unlimited gives you access to everything. You're just six to eight months behind on a lot of stuff. Sure. Which it's is only six to eight issues, yeah. which isn't atrocious. Uh, but with Comicsology Unlimited, I found a lot of stuff where it was more popular that was being cut off early. Like Image has um, Invincible, which mm-hmm. does not puts you like 60, 80 issues behind before you have to start paying for them. So I was just kind of nervous how in-depth the library actually was. So, yeah. And then, kind then, of... then the last comic thing before we go to break is, is I want to ask you, if you've seen all the casting news, I think I sent you a couple of texts about why The Last Man is going to be a series now. You know, it's it's funny that you sent that because I remember – I'm what? I'm 34 – I remember being – I am old. I remember being like 25 and there was rumors that Shia LaBeouf was going to play the lead in that type of movie. And it just literally just swam forever. So the fact that like it's getting closer is pretty amazing to me. Like I said, I forget who I just saw was cast. I saw two big casting announcements in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think I sent one of them over to you. And of course, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to remember at the drop of a dime. No, of course not. Um, go to the. So we're, we're both doing it at the same time. Yes, we are. Uh, I got uh, Amber Ta- Tamblin. That's who I saw. Amber Tamblin. Which is what was that? Supergirl. What? Who is that? I don't know. I'm reading quick headlines. No. All right. I don't know who Amber Tamblin is. She's famous. Her father's <laughs> famous too. Yeah. <laughs> Diane Lane, that's who I sent you. Diane Lane, she was one I sent you a few weeks ago. Diane Lane? Yes. Okay, I know Diane Lane. It's awful on how I am so bad with connecting names and faces until I look at them. Awesome. It's uh, terrible. So we can talk more about that as as we get closer. Of course. So you wanna you wanna head into break and bring our special guest? Oh, I'm very excited to talk to him. I have all kinds of questions to ask him. All right, then. So we'll, we'll hold off. We'll, we'll make sure that he's at least uh, on the line with us uh, before we introduce him. So we'll go to break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll have some fun. So you are listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. My name is Jason Maltop. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out hey everyone this is jamie from the for the pops podcast you know on our show you hear me talk all the time about undercover wear chaotic wrestling and a lot of the other companies i've started or worked for over the course of my 20 plus year career i've helped dozens of businesses and literally thousands of individuals reach their personal and financial dreams. And you know what? Now I want to help you. If you have a small business, a family-owned company, or maybe just a great business idea, reach out to me. Maybe you're looking for a job and need some help with your search or rewriting your resume. Just let me know. 
Who knows, maybe you're a pro wrestler or a pro wrestling promoter who needs some tips on growing your role in the industry. Well, I can help. Check out our website. It's ohanane.com. That's O-H-A-N-A-N-E.com. Or just go to forthepops.com and follow the link at the top of the page. My company, Ohana Enterprises, we offer everything from individual coaching to marketing packages to website design and even more. Our only goal is to give small businesses and individuals the boost you need to succeed. So check us out at ohanane.com and let us help you make your dreams a reality. Listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network, and for anybody just joining us uh, here on For the Pops, we always talk about you know music, movies, video games, comic books, everything under the sun. But Jamie and I, we always got a special place in our heart for wrestling. And with this segment, what we wanted to do is we wanted to bring on somebody that's uh, you know doesn't have a lot going on for him right now, but you <laughs> you know oh, but wow. somebody that has a lot to talk about. Um, this is none other. Then a pro wrestling academy graduate, a New England pro wrestling academy graduate, somebody that is considered an up and comer in the New England wrestling scene. Not that and he someone, <laughs> someone who broke one of Jamie's famous pre-shows. Oh, we'll talk this about that. This is none other than D.L. Hurst. Hello, everybody. Hey, D.L. How are you? Aloha. Hello. Hello. I'm doing all right. How you doing? Uh, how you doing over there? Where? Where you are? I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm, <laughs> wow. I didn't know Mike Webb took over for DL Hurst. Per, Percocet. Oh, How are those Percocets working for you, pal? Uh, they're they're doing really good, actually. I bet. I bet. You should have seen me when I was in for surgery when everybody came to visit me. Oh my goodness! Oh, well, before good. we go too before we go too far. Mm-hmm. Too far. So for those that don't know, um, how long ago was this? Was this uh, what was the date? Uh, Friday the thirteenth. Oh, that's dun, right. Dun, dun. So on yep. Friday the 13th, um, DL here was in a tag match. Uh, his tag partner was uh, Brett Domino. They were facing the Closers, mm-hmm. which is um, Brad Hollister and Hammer Tunis. Yes. All I could think of, Big Bacon and Sexy Jesus, and I couldn't think oh, yeah. of work names. Um <laughs> I'm glad so DL's prepared a... for this interview, Slade. <laughs> Good Lord. Notes. Did you do any research? <laughs> I didn't need to do research. I know his life. You lived it. I lived it. Uh, So they had a tag match, and unfortunately there was a spot where Dan did a moonsault off of the ropes. Uh, Was it the second rope, Dan? The second rope, yep. Second rope, and he landed on the guardrail and (laughs) broke his leg. (laughs) Yeah. It was was a good time. The best part about it was I didn't realize I broke it, so I – Stood up trying to get that, uh, you know, baby face fire going. Yeah, by crumble to the ground. Which which leads me to, like, my first question, Dan, right? So Yes. Um, you've done moonsaults to the outside plenty of times. Actually, oh, yeah. you and I did one in that same building um, yeah. against the Logans. Right, exactly. So what I don't know, because the footage has not been released to the locker room yet, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to walk some of this stuff through it for us. Um did you do it towards the entrance? No, I didn't. No. What side of the ring did you do it on? So, if you're looking at the entrance from the ring, the right side. So, it, 
you know, uh, everything went correctly, you know. Yeah, I just, no, well, <sighs> I mean, like, the logistics of it. Um, really? So, obviously, the ending was <laughs> the ending was coming up, and, you know, ran towards me. Or the finish, uh, as we just, like to call it, wrestling. Yes. So, he ran towards me, I ducked him, he went to the outside, and I, you know, went out to do my, do the deal, the moonsault. And I didn't get there early enough to, like, check the distance of the guardrails. If I did, I would have um, suggested the entrance. Um, but I got there late because I was working literally 7 in the morning till 7 at night. So I had to rush down to Lowell and get ready real quick for the match. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Now, my question is, is uh, after that moonsault, if everything had gone correctly. Yes. Wh- what was happening after that moonsault till the finish? Nothing. The finish so happened. The... the finish happened with Brett and Hammer as I was doing the moonsault onto uh, Big Bacon. All right. So that answers my next question because what mm-hmm. I had told Jamie, what I was cu- uh, curious about, is was there more to the match, and was there ever a moment that you were going to try to finish said match? Oh no! That was uh, first off. That was literally the end. And second off, I would not have tried to get up and finish the match. I, c- I couldn't put any weight on it, obviously, because I broke both of them clean through. Now, how did how did you get to the back? Uh, so this is actually the funniest part to me about it. So Bacon actually kind of no-sold the whole deal and picked me up and carried me to the back with, like, the rest of the security. So I was very appreciative of that towards him. Um, once he Once he saw me on the ground, like, saying I broke my leg, he literally just got up and carried me. Now when I now when I finally saw you in the back, you were already sitting in like a executive computer type chair. Did they <laughs> yeah. throw you right into that, or was it? Yeah, they they carried me to the back and they sat me down with that fan right behind me and yep. uh, kind of elevated my leg for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, mm. you had family in the crowd, right? Oh yeah. Who came out to Who came out to see you that night? Uh. I don't know. Actually, I'm pretty sure I know every, of everybody that came out. So my mom was there. Oh, uh, my sister, my mom, my si- sister, and my younger brother, and my stepmother as well. Um, and that was the freakiest part. So they sat me down uh, in the back with the fan and everything, and they're calming me down. And I'm finally calming down. And suddenly I look up, and they're letting my mom and my sister into the locker room area. So I start freaking out. Because that's good. that's notorious. That's something you don't do. You don't let any anybody through the curtain, right, Jamie? Right. I uh, once or twice I've let that happen. Right. I mean, <laughs> you're supposed to hold family back, right, Jamie? Uh, family should stay out of the locker room, right? <laughs> You've never let any family storm through, right? I was afraid of her. There's a difference. Okay. There. All right. <laughs> um, I was terrified of of Mrs. Dijak one night. We didn't um, have to name names. Oh yes, we did. Because I thought she was gonna uh, tear, tear my heart out of my chest, like like with the evil priest in Temple of Doom, just reach in there oh, and, and rip my heart out. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> and so the reason why I, I bring up your family, Dan, is mm-hmm. I do want to get into sort of like the background, and I've I've heard you on other podcasts, and I don't want to go like too crazy in depth. But okay. Wait, when wait, you... I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Slade. What? Do, do I get to ask a question yet? Sure, no, by by all means. So, by all means, you, you, you so DL, I have a question for you. Yes. How long were you and I in Chaotic Wrestling together? Not long. How long? Okay. Um, when so, did you start with Chaotic? 
My first match with Chaotic was May 19th of 2017, the Chaotic Countdown. So about seven months we were there together, right? Yes. Seven months. And granted, it probably took a sabbatical in the middle, but five or six months we were there together. Right. I have a feeling I know where this Dan, is going. Dan, what, what, what's, what's my number one rule? Uh, no, the number no one saying. rule? No what's swearing. the number one rule? No yeah, swearing. no swearing. Yep. Number two is? No, no color. All right. It's no blood, no cursing. What's my number three rule, Dan? Uh, stay away from the guardrails. Stay away from the guardrails. Why, Dan? What's going to happen if you go near the guardrails, pal? Either the crowd is going to get hurt. Yeah. Or, or you're going to get hurt. That's right. I, you know, again, I don't like to to, to say I told anybody so, but <laughs> I feel bad, Dan, that you're the victim of ah. of the famous chaotic rules. Just, 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 you know, no longer being. Being, being fall, but no. To be fair to you, mistakes happen. You know, when Dijak got busted open, we didn't mean for there to be blood. And, and what I course. read, I will tell you, deal. I mean, as I as I shared with you, I'm six thousand miles away. Um, right. As soon as it happened, my phone started blowing up. Mm-hmm. Oh he my hit god! The guardrail, dude, Did the you exactly? No, no. It was. Um, I got one that said, uh, "DL just broke his leg." Another one said, uh, "DL is dead." <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then I started to get information of, okay, what happened? And they were telling me. I, I get it. And believe me, I do, I do feel terrible for as much crap as I'm giving no, you. No, 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 no. But... Give me all the crap you need to. <sighs> I mean, if it, makes, if, if it makes you feel better, the, the, my favorite part of the Dijak match is the blood didn't stop the match. It was once Dijak did the moonsault and hit the guardrail is when Jamie stopped the match. Jamie has <laughs> such a protection of those guardrails. <laughs> you, you know what? Um... That that's probably true. I, I'm I'm stuttering now because I'm, I'm I'm watching the clip now. What clip are you watching? I'm watching I'm watching DL's moonsault as we speak. What? The... You know, guys, I still have some connections in the wrestling world. Are I you was, serious? Yeah, yeah, I swear to God. I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> I oh my either. God. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He How just. Good... <laughs> wow. Yeah, it folded right over. Oh goodness! It's not one of the more. It's not like Sid. It's not oh, like yeah. Sid's double ankle break, because mm-hmm. um, you actually can't tell exactly what had happened at first, but you can mm-hmm. definitely see that you you hit the guardrail. Right, and all my gear contained everything. Right. So the um, like as I said earlier, I tried to stand up right after because I. Yeah. First off, I've never broken a bone in my body, um, and second off, like I heard it, felt it, but like the adrenaline was going. So I didn't realize I broke anything. So I tried to stand up, um, and I got carried to the back. But when I got to the hospital after being taken there by ambulance, they moved me from a bed to a different bed. Yeah. And down by my ankle, apparently blood had been soaking on my gear. Oh, really? uh, Yeah, because it poked through. Yeah. I have pictures. Yeah, Scotty got a good picture. I'm watching – I'm watching security carry you out now. Oh yeah. You oh. know, Dan, I know that I know that you were probably like in a different world when that happened. Do you remember what security was working that carried you? Because if you told me which you know, I know that it happened, but I don't know who worked, the idea of security carrying you scares the hell out of me because I know who normally works on security. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> so I, I agree with that you. That night security that night, I believe, was Jesse. Um Jesse, Anton, no, not Marcos, because I don't believe he was at that show, um, and two others. 
but also Mortar came out from the back. Like he came out in like black like black clothes and like helped out too. And Bacon was there, so yeah, yeah. It's uh, our, our security notoriously has never been uh, top notch stellar. No, when it doesn't it comes matter. To... Back in the days of Flynn, you were on when it used to be Omega Security. Yeah, and and like I would literally watch these guys. And my favorite example, I told the story in our other podcast. Let the chaos begin. Um, with Rich Palladino and I also right here on the NHA Pop Network. Oh, what mm-hmm. a terrible plug. What? Wow. Anyway. It was a good transition. I'll give you that. But no, I remember, like, for, since, since the dawn of time in, in Chaotic, like, our, our security guys. And so everybody understands, usually, Chaotic Security or Omega Security, those are students at whichever school, you know, or students from the school who aren't mm-hmm. ready for shows but are making an effort, so we want to try to give them a little something to be to be a part of something. And usually mm-hmm. on shows, they get to be a part of a pull-apart, or maybe they get bumped or something like that. So they're they're kind of getting a feel for at least being out in front of the crowd. But, but Jesus, the problem is, and I see it every time if I watch a clip now, like, I'll watch them, and they forget they're actually supposed to be doing, like, any kind of security out there, and they just start watching the show. <laughs> And nine times out of ten, you'll see something actually happen, and they just keep watching, and they're so entertained. And it used to drive me nuts. Because, like, no, react to something. You're, never mind. So, yeah, so I, I'm glad you survived just security helping you out of the ring. Right. So to, so to bring it back full circle, your, mm-hmm. family, was, your family was there. Now, mm-hmm. when did you start wrestling? When did I start wrestling? Like, starting training? Yeah, like, when, it was, when you told your parents... I'm going to become a pro wrestler. I don't think I told them at first because I was already living on my own. Um, okay. I kind of got a late start. Uh, as you know, I'm a little bit older than most of the students at the school right now. Yeah, don't, um, don't say your age. We don't need promoters knowing. Oh, I won't. Um, but so but, but studied... his injury is covered by Medicare, so don't worry. He's, he's going to be okay. No, not Medicare. <laughs> Blue Cross Blue Shield. Come on now. Um, um, back in was it 2018? Now it was October or September of 2015. Wow. I started. All right, so you've got some you've got some mileage under the so, under the car. So Dan, right. who, who went to the hospital with you? Uh, nobody went in the ambulance okay. with me. But um, when I got there, it was obviously my family was already there. My okay. dad had gotten there. Um. Because he lived close anyways, um, and he's a firefighter. Well, he a retired firefighter so and an EMT, so he kind of wanted to go check it out just to make sure everything was okay. Um, and then after, like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, I don't know how long it passed because I was on some stuff. Sure. Um, uh, Scott, like, I got news that a couple people were there to see me, so I asked my family to leave so they could come up. So they weren't there all night just waiting to see right. uh, broken DL. Um <laughs> So I sent them down. It was Scotty, uh, Brett, and Brick Mastone. Okay, that came to see me first. But your yeah. parents, your parents got to the hospital while oh, you yeah, were there. They were there before me. Yep. Because again, I can I can speak a little bit from experience that during my run at Chaotic, whenever there would be an injury and somebody went to the hospital, I always right. felt it was my job to go with them. And mm-hmm. that's not a written rule or anything. It's just I just I always felt like I should go with them. And right, I always yeah. remember, like, the most awkward times would always be, like, when we would get the diagnosis. Or even worse sometimes would be, as you know, Dan, once you're in there, they start yep. asking you questions before they can really treat you. Oh, yeah. 
some of which are very personal questions. Oh, yeah. You know, and meanwhile, all this time, I'd be sitting there. Mm-hmm. And there <laughs> were a few times where, like, the, the doctor or nurse would come in and they would have a follow-up question for whoever was in the chair, more likely in the stretcher or in the bed. Yep. And there would be times I couldn't crawl into my phone fast enough oh, yeah. to not oh, yeah. have to hear, like, the conversation that was going on. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Good. On Friday, when when Scotty, Brett, and Brick were there, uh, the nurses came in and they wanted to go over some stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, you guys don't have to leave; you can hang out." And they stayed, of course, because mm-hmm. they're good friends. Yeah, there was even a there was even a point which I was trying to get to. There was even a point where um, they st- the doctor came in and started to go over the option of putting him under not completely under but that he had to sign a waiver because if if whatever reason if things weren't going well or if he slipped underneath anesthesia they'd have to put tubes down his throat and Mm -hmm. dan's just like yeah do whatever you gotta do and his sister's (laughs) like we should probably get mom and dad in here (laughs) (laughs) um so but so dan my question to you was is so it's been about a couple years Mm -hmm. has your family always been supportive of this sort of lifestyle before the injury and the second part of that question is mm-hmm. after this injury happens, especially in, in live, and you guys are in there with just your you're in there with just your parents in yeah. this room. Is there any sort of like, is you sure this is what you want to do, Dan? Was there any sort of? What I'll you, answer the first yourself? part first. Okay, I will answer the first part of the question first. So as I told you, I don't think I told my family right away that I was yep. going. Um, you know, I would. I was living on my own, so I I didn't have to go home and you know take a shower with the big bruise on my lat and the big bruise on my right hip. So like they never saw that. So when I told them, they were very supportive of it because they, I don't think they realized how much time and effort was going to be needed to put into it. Once I'm, especially now that I've made it to the level that I'm at, not to say that I'm anything of a name or anything like that. But now that I'm finally, you know, pretty much wrestling every weekend, oh, I was now that, but before the injury, um, now that I was wrestling every weekend, um, they've realized how much time and effort needs to go into it. Um, but they've, they've always been supportive of it. Yeah. Um, my dad wasn't as much. He kind of saw it as like, you know, being like a hobby or you get to wrestle and everything. But ever since he's been to a bunch of the shows, he's been very supportive of it. Um, like fully. Like, they've helped me out with getting ready and all that different stuff when I've been working all day. Um, and they've pretty much been to every chaotic show since I started working there regularly. And any show they can go to, they go to as well. Like, they were at the Lucky the Lucky Pro Show a few uh, weeks ago. That, yeah, I, was ha- um, I was hassling your sister. Of course you were. Oh, of course Jesus. you were. Um, <laughs> but, and the sec- now to answer the second part of the question... Not a single word was said to like discourage me continuing at okay. all, which which is kind of like a relief because that was a thought that was running through my head at first too. Um, that they'd be like, you know, you got to rethink this and all this other stuff. And it's like they they've just been supportive. You know, they get that they they've been asking the same questions that I have, like how long do I have until like I can walk? How long I can until I can actually like start doing physical activity and stuff like that. Did, so I'm really happy that they've uh, been supportive. Did, did you play other sports growing up, like high school, college, or anything like that? 
so I played little league. Okay. Uh, growing up, I played like all the all the basic kids sports besides football. Like I played little league baseball. That was the sport I kind of attached to, attached myself to. Yeah. Um, but then there was like soccer, floor hockey, basketball, okay. all those. And um, I tried out for freshman year baseball at my high school. Yeah. And I was gonna be. I tried out for pitcher because that's what I was good at at the time. And they told me I was too short. Really? <laughs> and that's that's a true story, because I was four eleven until. Oh, until the summer after sophomore year. Dan, 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 don't talk about being short on this podcast. Yeah. You can get sensitive. Can't use, can't use the S word on this podcast. Right, right oh, now, guy says like, "Wow, four eleven? That's awesome." Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Man, I tell you what, lifts. I mean, you're cracking five. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the reason, obviously, the reason I ask you is all kidding aside. Yeah. I've, I've watched the clip now four times in the background, and okay. and as much as I want to give you crap about stay off the barriers, you know. It happens, you know, yeah. and, and that's why I asked about the whole the whole sports thing, because mm-hmm. I personally think now that professional wrestling, the, the cat's out of the bag, genie's out of the bottle, and everybody knows it's staged, mm-hmm. I think for whatever reason now, you know, people actually think it, it's all fake now, and injuries don't happen, and in this mm-hmm. case, okay, well... If you got hurt like this, you must have done something wrong. You really <laughs> didn't do anything wrong. You know, I was watching. Right. The barriers were in tight. You know, mm-hmm. you, did you didn't even really overshoot them because right. you, you landed right where you were supposed to land. I'm, I'm literally watching it as I'm talking. It's right. just the ring and the barrier were too close together for that spot. And like you said, you just didn't know. Right. But every major injury I've ever seen, very few of them are due to negligence or somebody doing something wrong. I remember right, once yeah. when, when Tommaso Ciampa, he, he popped his knee out for the 43rd time at one point. <laughs> but it, it was it was nothing. Uh, ask Brian Malone about his first match um, in Chaotic Wrestling Ring when he blew out his knee during his mm-hmm. entrance. Oh, God. He went up to the middle rope. You know how he does the big roar? You know, whatever the oh, hell yeah. he does. And he hopped down. He blew his knee out. Oh, my God. So, again, you know, I, as much as I want to give you crap about stay off the damn barriers, Dan, mm-hmm. you know, this this stuff happens. And it's it's cool to see your parents reacting well to it because Lord knows I've, I've seen parents and girlfriends not react well so, yeah. to this kind of thing. So we've talked about, like, in the in the waiting room, so, I mean, in the doctor's room, so to speak, we – We'll finally get to post-surgery and how you're trying to fill the gap and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about leading up to. But So my question is, and this is the last one I'll bother you with. Okay. So for those those that are listening, he gets rushed to the back. They kind of lay him down. They, he's still in full gear. Um, we ultimately, once the ambulance arrives, which I believe was, was quite a bit, right? It was about 15 minutes? Yeah, it was 15 minutes. They came. Where, where did they come from? Um, which hospital was, did you go to? Lowell General, but oh, all the I know well. all of the um, all of the ambulances were busy there, so they sent <laughs> one from I think where was it? Because you're in Lowell. I can't. It was can't coming from remember. like Melrose. It was coming from like Melrose. All I remember like is that. when I finally got to you, you mm-hmm. were just yelling in the sky, "Why aren't they sending an ambulance from Lowell? Why aren't yeah. they sending an ambulance from Lowell?" So you know they come, they they end up laying them out, and they do this like. Uh, Lego style uh, stretcher to put him in, and it they was take pretty him cool. To, 
Yeah, and they take him to the hospital. But my question is this. You, from from when you actually broke your leg mm-hmm. till you kind of got in the bed and kind of been able to soak in the situation, mm-hmm. can you take us through like a very brief and short timeline of what exactly was going through your head from the initial break all the way until you got into that ambulance? Because I would so, imagine there was a slew of emotions. So it happened. Uh, yep. Obviously, um, when I realized that it was broken, like I tried to stand up, fell down, and I realized I was – Angry, sad, scared as the most scared I've ever been, probably. And like when I realized people were helping me up, I was like, okay, this is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. They sat me down. And as soon as I started breathing and realizing like it happened, I can't fix it. It's going to take some time, whatever. I just started giving everyone around me a lot of crap. Um, and you, as Scotty, were actually the victim of it as well, I believe. But- yeah, well, yeah, you gave me a chop to the chest, but I was also taking photos of you and you were swearing at me. Yes, that happened. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, like, everyone that was around me, like, I tried to at least, like, dig into them a little bit, just to try to take my mind off the leg. Um, but there were random moments in there where, like, everyone kind of um, went off to do their own thing for a few seconds and say it was just, um, it was just Brian with me or it was just Chase with me or it was just, like, Josh with me or AG standing next to me where I was like I just looked at them and I told them I'm like I'm really scared because I had no idea like a I didn't know I've never broken a bone in my body so I didn't know the process like and like going through my head like I'd been picking up steam like on the like the New England wrestling scene scene like people started to know who I am so I was getting booked in a lot of places in my eyes at least um and it all came to a halt because of a dumb guardrail moonsault. So yeah, we, I was, so I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, when when you initially got brought to the back, like the the locker room was split, kind of like how much damage you actually did, because mm-hmm. of the because of the area, Jamie. Like a shin is something that, mm-hmm. like you know better than anybody, you could bang it the wrong way and you just assume that you've just destroyed your leg. Right. Uh, things got kind of uncomfortable and serious when we had to have him lay completely down and we put a towel in his mouth to bite. Yeah. And that was when it was kind of like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember, and you, I lost, remember from... and you lost all that gear, right, Dan? Oh, uh, I didn't lose it. Still got it, but they no, cut it I'm, all off. I mean, it's, it's unusable. Yes. They cut it all off me. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, I, I agree with you, Slade. You know, it's, it's weird that with these different injuries, like Dijak, when he got busted open, I remember years ago, Arch Kincaid, turned his head on a leg drop and had his ear get partially torn off. Mm. Um, Chase Del Monte at breaking point two years ago, whatever it was, with the piece of the cage stuck in his arm. In a Mm. weird way... That was less than a year ago. Yeah. Being in the hospital with those injuries aren't as bad because you kind of know what you're dealing with. Yep. Right? Like, you're looking, it's like, okay, you've got a big gash in your head, um, your ear is half off, or there's a large piece of a cage in your arm. Mm-hmm. You know what you're dealing with, and you're just hoping it's not more serious. With stuff right. like what you went through, with breaks or Tommaso's knee or some of those, mm-hmm. those are the worst because you're like, you can't tell necessarily by, like, you look at it, you know it's bad, mm-hmm. but you don't know how bad. 
and, and right. sometimes you, that's like, the worst. The post damage could be the post damage. Like, yes, they broke, but it could have tore a muscle or it could have tore all this stuff on top of that too. Exactly. That's, that's what could have happened to your other leg, right? Because we, when we were in the room, the nurse came in, and what we didn't realize, Brick and Brett and I, that they had only checked out the leg that needed the attention. Mm-hmm. They hadn't even taken off the kick pads on his other leg or gave it an x-ray because they didn't know. They just wanted to attend to the first one. And then when mm-hmm. they took off the other side, it looked mm-hmm. just as ugly. There was a giant, like, clearly like an abrasion where there was a chance that something might have sprained hairline fracture, but they had just not known at that point. Right, right, right. The, um, the On the left leg, it's literally just a scrape and a bruise. Like, it's a bruise the size of my calf. Oh my like, God. it goes almost from the top bottom of it to the top of it. But it's just a scrape and like a little yellow bruising. So that's it was nothing. Did which which leg is broken? Uh, the right leg. Such so a right leg. Oh, I'm yeah. watch, now I'm watching this yet again. Now you're due back in about six oh. to nine months potentially. I believe. I believe so. Yeah. And actually, okay. believe it or not, the reason I had them send me, I'm I can literally see like a twelve second clip because mm-hmm. I wasn't there. Before I right. talk to you, I want to actually see what happened. So no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send it to anybody because again, I'm not I'm no. no longer authorized by Chaotic Wrestling Incorporated to uh, <laughs> to distribute. I no longer have the film distribution rights. Um, <laughs> so so I know that, that it's been a huge outpour of support. I know that uh, incredible, more than I, I ever would have expected. Yeah, Brian had kind of um, wisened me up to. Um, a particular text that you gotten that I, I thought was very above and beyond what I thought you would get. Um, mm-hmm. So now that you the road to recovery could you, could you be has any more started, vague? I have to be. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. Um, so now that the road to recovery has started, mm-hmm. um, what what is Dan doing to to fill the time? Whole lot of TV, whole lot of wrestling, whole lot of walking around on my crutches to try to get strength back. So what so what are you watching then? What what type of uh, uh, what's binge worthy? Because I know that you tried to take a poll. Right, right, right. So right now I'm finishing Breaking Bad. Interesting. Um, I've never watched it before, so I'm just, this is my first time going through it. Uh, I've been watching a season a day, which is you know kind of cool to me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So like I I turn I turn it on like because there's about twelve to thirteen episodes in each season I think, um, and they're like what like 50 minutes long Something so i like turn that. it yeah i turn it on at like nine in the morning and usually around nine or ten at night it'll be finished that's really like the season do you have yeah. everything like lined up for the next show like do you know what you're watching after this uh i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to get like a free trial for uh, hbo and watch game of thrones oh please do if you do uh, because... game of thrones let me know i'm in <laughs> yeah i, I so... will like game of thrones you all you want Okay, cool. Because I have never watched a single episode of that. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, and everyone's suggesting it. I've oh. just never had HBO, so uh. I've never, I've never had the ambition to be like, yeah, I'm gonna pay this much a month just to watch this one show. So I'm well, hoping there's like a free trial gimmick, where I can sign up, watch a season a day, and then go from there. Just tweet to somebody that you want to use their HBO Go and get going on it. All right, I'll try. I'll see if I. I'll see if that works. Now, now, Dan. Normally, I would ask our guests at this time. Do, do you have some time to hang around with us? But clearly, you do. So, oh yeah, I'm not so going anywhere. We have a special treat for you. I don't know if you're oh. a regular listener of the podcast, but when we come back, you know, uh-huh. you think your days of competition are on hold right now, oh, no. but they're not. You get <laughs> okay. to face off one on one 
against Scotty Slade oh. in the For the Pops pop quiz. All you're, right, all so you're, right. you're in trouble. You're in, you're in trouble. trouble. Slade has I'm been excited. on a really good run lately. Um, taking How's down, taking down undefeated. Yeah, he's he's been on a good run. Okay. So uh, so we're gonna do that when we come back. It's gonna be Deal Hurst versus Scotty Slade on the For the Pops pop quiz when we come back right here on the NAI Pop Network. You know the New Age Insiders Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. Are you looking for a way to spice up your life? Maybe add some fun and excitement to the bedroom? Then check out BigOBoutique.com for everything you're looking for. Whether you want to shop for pretty lingerie and pajamas or are looking for sensual lotions and toys to try out, Big O Boutique has exactly what you need. And don't worry, our online store is easy to use and will help you find all the right tools for you and your partner. We carry a huge assortment of lingerie, lotions, and more, all shipped discreetly to your door. As a special offer for the POPs listeners, enter code POPs at checkout to save 10% on your order. That's P-O-P-S to save 10%. So go to BigOBoutique.com today. That's BigOBoutique.com. Welcome back. You are listening to For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. I'm Jamie Jamikowski. I'm with my co-host, Scotty Slade. And our guest this week is the broken but not beaten D.L. Hurst. <laughs> Wonderful. See? Put that on a t-shirt, too. And, and Dan, Dan, we, we, we got to get at the end of the show like all your plugs of your social media so people can buy shirts. But we'll do that at the end. Okay. Because right now, I know we have the part of the show that everybody's waiting for. That's right. It's the For the Pops Pop Quiz. And Dan, Dan the way this works is I've, I've come up with five pop culture questions. I've gone dug deep into the world of pop culture. And I have five questions. We'll go back and forth. Uh, normally, if we were all in the For the Pop studio, we would write down our answers. But I'm going to trust you and Slade to come up with your answer. Don't steal answers. Don't cheat. So how does that sound, Dan? You ready? Do you kind of get the rules? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Let's All do right. it. Well, let's get going with this, this week's. While this quiz is going on, Dan and Dan and uh, Jamie, turn, turn your cameras on for a quick second. All right, hold on. While the, uh, while the, you can start going, Jamie. All right, just, sure. Just because yeah. they're cheating? I just want to take a quick shot. That's all. All right. So here we go. Question number one. 
Dan, what I do is every week I go to my now 15-year-old daughter. Hey, happy birthday. Oh, Maybe this is birthday. right up Dan's alley. That's right. Hey, hey, be careful. Be careful. No, actually, my, no, my daughter just turned just turned 15 this week. We're celebrating her birthday this week. But I go to my, my 15-year-old daughter. She is Nikki Jamikowski. You can find her at Nikki Josephine on Twitter. That's N-I-C-C-I-E Josephine on Twitter. And I say to Nikki, uh, hey, Nick, uh, what, what's some cool word? What's some cool term that, that, that you and your peeps, you and your squad are using right now? Uh, and then she looks at me like an idiot. And she gives me a word to make me go away again. Um, and this week, what I need you guys to do is, and take a minute, Dan, don't jump in and answer right away. I'll call on each of you. Um, the, the, the term is rides. The term is rides. R-I-D-E-S. What does the term rides mean? And I never tell you, is it a verb? Is it a noun? I just kind of just throw it out there. Dan's already smirking and, and stroking. He, that must, he must know. He looks like an I don't, evil, I don't like at an all, evil supervillain right now. Just mwahahaha. It's funny because I actually almost shaved this off today. Can you say what it what it is one more time? Rides. R-I-D-E-S. Ooh. Oh, thank God. Uh, no, I meant I, rides, huh? Rides. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Dan, would you like to go first or second on this question? Dan's oh. going to go first. You know, he's the guest. All right, Dan, you're the guest. What does the term rides mean? What does the term rides mean? Um, I'm going to be the idiot in this and say just getting a ride from somebody. Okay. Because I have no idea what this term means. All right. Sky Slayton? Um, nope. I just assume that rides means go with the flow. Uh, no, rides are sneakers or shoes, guys. Oh, so okay. if you have, right. if you See, have, fr- sense. if you go buy yourself some fresh rides, that means you bought yourself some some cool sneakers. Look how irritated Scotty Slade gets every time <laughs> when he doesn't get He's these like, easy why ones. Why would they be? Oh, why would they do that? That doesn't even make any sense. So once again, for nearly twenty consecutive shows, at least the ones where we don't have Ray on, the score starts off zero to zero. Question <laughs> number two. What A-list megastar reportedly announced on Friday that they would exit an upcoming movie project amid reports they would portray a real-life transgender person in an upcoming film? So what happened is there's this megastar who was announced they were going to portray a transgender person, a a true transgender person. And then there's all this backlash, so the person said, you know what? And I quote, in light of recent ethical questions, I'm uh, I'm not going to do this anymore. Oh, so they're not doing it anymore. They are not Ooh. doing it anymore, supposedly. Okay. I think Slade might know this one. I think I do. Um, I I'll don't. Go, right, so, so Dan. Right, well, then, since he says he doesn't, Dan, know, you go, go first. first at least. Oh. What a list? Oh, Mega. You go first. Yeah, you go first. Um, I'm going to guess George Clooney. George oh. Clooney is your guess. Scotty Slade. I was going to say Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is correct. Yeah. Uh, Johansson was that's... set to star in a movie called Rub and Tug, a drama based on the life of Dante Tex Gill, a trans man who operated a string of Pittsburgh massage parlors in the 1970s and <laughs> 80s that served as fronts for brothels. But I guess she's not going to do it now because, um, because really, uh, it, it, she got all this heat. So she said, no, this isn't worth it. I'm Scarlett Johansson. I don't need this crap in my life. 
That wasn't the real quote. That's just what I'm assuming she probably said. Question. You sounded exactly like her too. Thank you. You should see me in my uh, you see me in my leather black widow outfit. I'm pretty good looking in that too, Dan. I have a lot of I have a lot of time on my hands since I retired, Dan. <laughs> a lot of time. Question number three. After the closing of two locations in Alaska, people are flocking to visit Bend, Oregon, to see the last remaining open store of what former retail chain? Dan knows this one. He has his oh, thumbs I got up. this. I'm going to say Toys R Us. So this guy says Toys R Us. Blockbuster is correct. <laughs> as soon as the word started rolling off his tongue, I remember the article. That might have been the quickest answer in the history of the For the Pops quiz. Dan's giving me the thumbs, thumbs up on Skype, and he's like, I know this one. As soon as you said the two locations in Alaska, I knew it. Yeah. I knew what it was. See? It's like it, it pays off to actually, I don't know. Pay attention to world news and I pop got, culture. Slate. I've got one right so far. Okay, it's one to one. Wow. <laughs> the score is tied one to one. Question number four. <laughs> Celebrating his 100th performance at Madison Square Garden last week, Billy Joel was joined on stage by what other musician as a surprise for the crowd? What's the matter with you? Why don't you like Billy Joel? It's not. It's just nothing. What? Somebody surprised them on stage, huh? Somebody surprised the, the, the fans on stage. I think I think Billy knew they were coming. Jamie. And, and Dan, do you notice I, how I, you, I, I always say they, not he or she? Because Slade's always oh, yeah. looking for clues. Oh, of course. No, yeah, that's... Here's a hint. Here's a hint. D- despite my hopes and dreams, it was not the Spice Girls. Because well, what could see, be better? That's my hopes What and could have too. been better than Billy Joel and the Spice Girls? <laughs> Nothing. That's if right. I've learned if I've learned anything on this show, Dan, it's that when you take a test, you always you always <laughs> guess true, and on Scantrons you always select A, and when it comes before the pops quiz, you always say Beyonce, and that's my that's answer. Kind of Dan, Dan, what's your guess? Um, man, I'm gonna say Elton John. A much closer guess than Scotty Slade's, but the answer was Bruce Springsteen. Mm, the boss, like, oh. the boss, Bruce Springsteen appeared on stage. God. Yeah. And he's saying, "Is it, is it well, 12th Avenue Heartbreak or something like that?" No, and then he did "Born fine. to Run." It's fine. I can be, run. I can be wrong as long as uh, DL's not right. Okay. All right. Okay. So the score remains zero zero, and and DL... no, it's one to one. Zero zero. Is one I'm to sorry. One to one. I'm sorry. Calm down. One to one. Now, hey. now, Dan, because after the first few episodes of For the Pops, I learned the danger of these quizzes where you ended a 0-0 tie. So what we do now is for our last one, I actually have a list. It's a top 10 list. Hold on. Don't read it. And, no, go and, ahead. Explain it to him. Yeah, so I have a top 10 list. And what I'll do is I'll tell you the category. And then what mm-hmm. we'll do is we'll go back and forth with each of you giving answers. Mm-hmm. You get one point for every answer you get right. So if you give me one of the items that's on the list, you get a point. If you get it, there's no penalty. You just don't get a point. The other person gets a shot. We play until one of two things happens. We run out of answers. Somebody wins, or I get bored by the whole thing and end the quiz. How's that sound? Yeah. That's fine, I guess. So, yeah. So I got to tell you guys before I do this, I had two versions of this quiz. We're getting the real one. I the first version I tried to do, it all had to do with the word break or broken, oh. and unfortunately, I couldn't come up with enough questions. But uh, but that would have been fun. And one of my yeah. first ones was going to be like the 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 five uh, the five the ten most broken bones in the human body, and I thought that would have been fun. But that's not a category. Do you know what the number one most most commonly broken bone in the human body is? I'd say toe. 
Slayton? Ribs. Nope. Collarbone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Really? And the number two on the list, I forget what, what medical term is, uh, and this made sense when I read it, it's actually hips are number two. Uh, well, yeah. Because of all the, the older well, people. Pretty like, soon, pretty, pretty soon, Jamie, you're close. Oh, soon, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm worried about getting out of this bed in about 20 minutes. All right. Uh. So, <laughs> so now, uh, deal, we're going to let you go first on this one. Okay. And our category is, uh, in February, Netflix released a list of its top 10 shows that are binged by first-time users. So this means when somebody user. joins oh. Netflix, these are the top 10 shows. He's got the list next to him. That's these are the top got. 10 shows. Um, Slade, this is perfectly fair. This is a random question. I didn't tailor this to our guest. You were like, what shows are you Come on. watching? If there's ever a kid who needs a glimmer of hope in life right now, it's D.L. Hurst. <laughs> so, so wow. D.L., what's your mm. first guess? Of one of, and these don't have to be in order. Is this all time or recently? This was in February of 18. And it looks February. like, looking at it, it looks like it's probably all time. All time. Okay. Um, I'm, so me first? You first. Uh, the Office. The Office is not on the list. Scotty Slade. Darn it. Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Literally, the one you just told us you're watching was oh, number yeah. two on the list. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Dan, back to you. No, I'm sorry. I'm back to you. Two okay. to one. Let's see. It's not the office, not the not breaking bad. I d I don't know like what's on. Cause like when I don't watch like sitcoms, I usually watch um like comedy. So obviously like the office, you know, I I wanna say parks and rec. But when that's I not don't my watch answer. sitcoms, I watch comedy. Yeah. Aren't those the same thing, champ? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So um, we, we need a guess. Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, number four on the list. Point yeah. for Dealhurst. Black Mirror. Black Mirror, not on the list. Yeah. That's a good show, by the way. It is a very good it show. It is, yeah. Uh, that's, I've been getting uh, that suggested to me. It's actually uh, Brian Fury and Slade that got me hooked on that one. So back to you. Just don't go. just skip the first episode. The first episode sucks. <laughs> DL Hurst. Um I know this is on there, so I'll say Friends. Friends is not on the list. God, God I thought it. we were gonna blow through this one. Why are these never easy? I'm sorry. Orange is the new black. Mm. Number one on the list yeah. is Orange is the yep. New Black. I'm I'm starting yep. to see the trends. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of like Netflix originals. Oh, um, how to make a murderer, or how to make whatever that's called. Yeah, all those are wrong. How to make a murderer, how to make whatever <laughs> it's called. Yeah, it's okay. all wrong. Interesting. So, of course, three to two. We have mm -hmm. seven left. Scotty Slade. Top ten shows that are binged first by its users. So, when somebody joins Netflix, what do they, what do they binge first? Thirteen reasons why. And all of them are wrong. Nope, not on the list. DL Hurst, back to you. Can I ask a question? Sure. No. No, I was going to say, are like kids' shows included? I'll go, I'll say no. No. Okay. So, like, Mickey Mouse cool. Clubhouse is not here. No, I was going to, no, it's just because I know, like, SpongeBob and everything on there. No. Those are shows I'm assuming. No. Okay. Um. 
Family Guy. Family Guy, number nine on the list. I wouldn't have gotten that one in a million years. The score is tied. I'm just, I'm just thinking comedy. I'm just thinking comedy. Maybe you broaden about. your horizons a little bit. Sons of Anarchy. Sons mm. of Anarchy, number six on the list. Scotty Slade mm. retakes the lead. It is um, four to three. Dan, you've got plenty of, plenty of answers left. Right, right. I'm going to go with my favorite show of all time, and Brian Fury gives me a lot of crap for this, but Dexter. Dexter, Dexter. not on the list. Wow. I've watched that entire series four times, so. Really? Yep. I heard the ending really was terrible. I never watched a minute. I loved it. All right. I loved the, I loved the ending, but if it's not on the list, hey, maybe I need a new favorite show. I love that our cameras are on. From can, you, now on can, you say, can you say what's been named so far? Sure. So far, number one, Orange is New Black. Number two, Breaking Bad. Number four, Stranger Things. Number six, Sons of Anarchy. And number nine, Family Guy. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Is Mad Men on Netflix? I'm going with Mad Men. Mad Men might be on Netflix, but it's not on our list. Oh, House of Cards. House of Cards, number five on the list. Yeah. We are tied up again. If you guys tie, I'll shoot myself because I don't have a backup question. <laughs> Lost. Lost is not on the list. Oh, wow. That surprises me. Because people know it sucks. Um... I watch more Hulu, so this is very True, difficult for yeah. me. Um, Prison Break? Prison Break, not on the list, but I like uh, I like both of them on Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, mm. Dan, are you a comic book guy? Not really. All right. No, I mean, like, here and there, here and there, but not really. Because all the, all the DC, uh, all the superhero shows, like Arrow and Flash, those are really good. The first, oh, two, yeah. first two seasons of Arrow are really good if you're looking for something kind of different to binge. So I'm assuming that's not an answer. <laughs> not a list. I was just about to say. Um, Scotty in with the easy one. <laughs> Walking Dead? Walking oh, yeah. Dead is number three on the list. Yep, that's three. All right, that's so three. the score is have left? five to four. There are three left. Sky Slave is in the lead right three now. Three left. God. Um... Um, Luke Cage. Is I'll be that... so angry if that's right. Not on the list. Okay. Okay. It came out last year and everyone was super into it. So. Bob's Burgers. Not oh, on the list. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope. Really? Come it's a on. Terrible show wow. that nobody likes. I hate that's you. So if you were on. It's on, it's on Scotty's Island. It is a terrible <laughs> island. God, I hate your island still. Your island still makes um. me angry. Apparently, I just found out, however, if my wife had an island, it would just be Jason Momoa on it, and that, that's all she would need. And, and fish talking superheroes. That's right. <laughs> fish talking superheroes. Um, first time. I'm trying to. Um, are movies included on this? Nope, these oh, are no, shows. It's binge, no, it's binge worthy. Okay. Right. If you binge um, a movie, it's just kind of lame. Oh, shush. No. Um, right, time for another Percocet champ. You're getting a little testy. I got him right here. <laughs> um, Perks and beer. No, right together. None of that. None of that. Um, trying to think. No cartoons, no comedy anymore. Ah, uh, Parks and Rec. I'll just say Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is not on the list. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay, okay fine, no, fine. fine. Hey, right, fine. I, earlier I said I don't want to say Parks and Rec because I know it's not. This so, is uh, stupid. 20, we're, we're not talking about 20, me anymore. Um, uh, hello. Hi. Glow is not on the list. I thought it was going to be, but no. 
Oh, I thought you said hello. I thought you said hello, so I said hi. All right, we're getting close to the end. I'm starting to get bored. So Dan, I got I got one more in the chamber. Technically two, I guess. But we need an answer from you, Dan, in order to keep the game going. I know, and I feel really bad because I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not killing it on this. Um, no, white collar is definitely not something someone would go to Netflix to watch. Um, is Scotty winning right now? Scotty's up five to four. You need a right answer. Okay. Okay. Where's the new black theory taken? Stranger Things. This. I, I honestly don't have an answer. Uh, Man, it feels I was, terrible. I was going to say Jessica Jones. Nope, not on the list. Oh, uh, oh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. No, but that should be on the list. That's a great show. Oh. Slade, do you want one more guess? Because you've already won, Slade. I'm, I'm going to award Tw- this to you in a 24. second. 24. No, no. I'm, unfortunately, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the game now because now you're all just starting to dance around them. Uh, the winner we have today is Scotty Slade, five to four over DL Hurst. You, you couldn't have given him. You couldn't have helped him out, Slade. You couldn't have, <laughs> couldn't have given him. The kid, his his wrestling career is ruined for six to eight months. He's in pain. Well, I gave him the show that I'm binging right now and refused yeah, to, to say. Fair, to okay. Fair, that was so, the... so the three you guys missed, number 10, Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Number eight, American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. My sister loves that show, but I didn't look at it as uh, binge-worthy. And number mm. seven, Fuller House. Gross. Because everybody wants to watch them. What? Why, why do you hate? Why do you hate Aunt Becky and Uncle Jesse? No, I don't. Burgers. Better. Yeah, this is, Bob's Burgers is definitely better. And they only had like one or two seasons. And I understand that Stranger Things only had two seasons so far, but Fuller House was, eh. like, I watched it. It was. All nostalgia. So, so congratulations, Scotty Slade. We'll update the leaderboard. I have to do some serious updating, but Slade, you are on a heck of a run lately with these with these four <laughs> the pops wins, and this is a special one because it's episode twenty. Uh, so Ooh. you won you won an anniversary episode. So congratulations, <laughs> congratulations to you. Um, hey, you go get some new rides with those, um, please. <laughs> so, with, so Jamie, with with that said, uh, Dan, how can anybody listening right now? Follow you, get a get one of those is those break leg kid t shirts still up for sale? Yeah, they're still up for sale. I put the um I put the first order in actually today because um I wanted to get them out as early as possible. But um social media, uh Facebook is just my name, DL Hurst. Um and then for Instagram D actually on Facebook it's D period L period H U R S T. Um someone we all know was giving me crap about that a few days ago. Um, but on Instagram and Twitter, it is DL underscore wrestles. Um, so you can follow me on there. Um, add me on Facebook. I'll more than likely accept you. Um, you accept PayPal, all that fun stuff, Venmo? Oh, yeah. Of course I accept accepts PayPal. it all, so ladies got, and gentlemen. So I put, um, since my injury, I've been trying to make light of it as much as I can. So I made this shirt design. Someone gave me the idea for it, and I kind of just ran with it. Uh, it's a Leg Break Kid shirts. Um, they are $25 shipped, and my uh, all you got to do is go onto one of my social media accounts, find the post, and you just send me a message, and I'll give you all the information you need. I have PayPal and Venmo. Cool. Yeah. So with, with that said, I am Scotty Slade. We've had D.L. Hurst on the show for Jamie J. Mikowski. You've been listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network.